burst forth, Lord Jesus, from our loins, come forth whence thou hither. Hallelujah. Thee before thine, except after thou, thou, thou. Oh, it's bad enough. Oh, there's so much glory. I'm just making fun of religion all day long. Mm. That's really the Elijah mantle <laughs> on Mount Carmel. You know the prophets of Baal represent Pharisees, religious people? Oh, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? You know? There's so much glory on it. You should try it. And we do it to ourselves. You know, oh, you're the biggest Pharisee when you make fun of everyone else being a Pharisee. I heard that a thousand times from a demon-possessed Pharisee. Now, you know what? It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, I'm sure there's pride and lust to be burned out of my heart and mind. That's why I attack it. Because I hate Satan. I hate the works of the devil. I hate bondage to the flesh. White magic and black magic is all a bunch of lies. I have hated them with perfect hatred. And I love your human spirit and human soul with perfect love every day of ministry, my entire life, no matter how much you misunderstood. That's the thing. Well, I didn't misunderstood. You got into some sin. Well, you know, you misunderstood. You just don't have enough freedom to understand. We've been doing this a long time, and I'm not boasting in the flesh. I'm just saying I've seen it all before many, many times. Round the mountain, round the mountain, round the mountain, round the mountain. There's only so much here. Only so much here. Only so many devils, so many demons, so many nations, tribes, tongues, animals. Noah's Ark. These are the days of Noah. And once you walk with the Father in His seven torch anointing called the gift of salvation, the Holy Spirit, you begin to see some stuff by drinking the cup of the new covenant. Drink and see things. You get into the anointing, you get your glorified personality, you become dependent in all your heart, soul, mind, and strength on the anointed one and his abilities and not the sinful nature of your human flesh and, you know, storing up riches on earth so I can have a human retirement plan. You know, it's logical, reasonable. The anointing's illogical, Ill uh, unreasonable <laughs> every single time. <laughs> if you need something logical and reasonable, Satan ensnares you effortlessly. You're a child of the devil. If you want freedom, you're going to have to get out of your brain, out of your carnal mind, out of your carnal culture, out of your Christian culture, out of everything human, and get into the divine. God is a spirit. John 4:24. Worship in spirit and truth, which means have no identification with the earth. But my mommy and daddy didn't do that. The church I go to don't do that. You know traditions means demons? People are into traditions. That's what keeps your minds locked in incubators of babyhood Christianity on the earth. And I love you and I'll tell you the truth. I'll tell you the truth because it's a desperate hour. And even the most elite charismania Christians are totally bewitched. Totally bewitched completely misunderstanding everything and have minuscule amounts of freedom and freak out at babyhood levels of freedom of Zion's city of heavenly Jerusalem 
kingdom of heaven, real Christianity that you almost know nothing about. You almost know nothing about. It's because you're carnal minded. Because you submit your spirit to your brain and you're full of demons. I'm not full of demons. Yes, you are. Anyone who submits to their brain is demonized. That's submitting to the goat religion. And they do it with rebellion too. I did it for years in rebellion. I did a little bit in religion, not much, honestly. I was mostly a rebellious prodigal son. And I came into the father's house and I'm like feasting, 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 drunk, 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 wine and bread, wine and bread, wine and oil, wine and oil every single day for years and years and years because I hate Satan, I hate the devil, I hate demons, I hate the curses, I hate the fall. We need to heal this place and the only thing that works is feasting on the works of Christ, the table of the Lord, bread and wine. And it's fresh every single day so you never have to go back to Satan and die. Amen. Like a dog returning to their vomit is a sinner returning to their sin. And we think, oh, you know, the... The whore, you know, we think the we think the one that's smoking crack and the homeless alcoholic and the religious people are twice as wicked as the rebellious people. Scripture clearly teaches that. Clearly teaches that. And that's what's wrong with almost every single one of you. You're self-righteous. We deal with it continuously. They weep and gnash their teeth. Pride. It's a pale light. It's a pale horse. Its rider's name is death. It sits on your brain. Has your brain been crucified with Christ to the point where your spirit is the leadership of your life? Or do you not even know you have a spirit yet? Most Christians are so buried under Satan in the dust of the earth that they don't even know what or where their spirit is. They're just animals. And God's going to raise you from the dead. And the dead is the mark of the beast or the mark of being an animal, not knowing you even have a spirit. Where's my spirit? I'm just a meat sack down here. Fill me with religion like a pig trough. God forbid. He who the sun sets free is free indeed from the flesh, crucified with Christ. Here in the heart and here in the brain so that our spirit can rest upon our heads called the crown of life. Your spirit... No, the Holy Spirit and your spirit are in blood covenant. That's actually what the new covenant is. The resurrection of the true you inside that body, up, up through your heart and up through your brain, and sitting on your brain called the conqueror's crown of glory. If anyone is in the Lord, they're one spirit with the Lord, it is written. See, the problem is we've been fed religion. And so we don't even have a spirit. It's like we're just demon-possessed. And all we do is work for the Father like slaves. In Luke 15, older prodigal son syndrome is 99.9, I'd say 100% of every church in the world. 100%. Because I've never seen a person coming out of any church, glory stream, charismania, top of the food chain, we're the best God TV Christian, that wasn't completely and totally a Pharisee. And I say that in perfect love because you haven't even entered the kingdom yet. The kingdom has never dwelt in any building made by human hands. That's still human Christianity, and it's got a cap on it, and on top of that cap of that building that's controlled by a human being is a big devil. Y'all been serving the devil, thinking that devil's Jesus Christ, and that's why your joy is so small, and your joy needs to be your strength, your power, how you overcome every sickness and disease. And it says in Acts 10, 38, how Jesus was anointed with the Holy Spirit and He went around doing good, 
healing all those that were under the power of the devil. And that's what's about to take place, the healing revival that never ends. The power of Satan and his angels, the Bible teaches, is disease, sickness. And that's the truth anyhow. And every sickness and every disease will be healed worldwide before Jesus Christ physically returns. Watch. Amen. It's going to blow your mind. Hospitals will close worldwide. This anointing is the balm of Gilead. He has given us the anointing oil, the balm of Gilead, without measure. It's already in your belly. It's just we're so bewitched and God outside minded. Come Holy Spirit, where is He? I don't know why I'm not healed. I tried so hard and we're all discouraged. And it's like, no, because you don't live out of your spirit. Your spirit is where you live from as a temple of the Holy Spirit. It's in your belly. 1 Timothy 2.15, you're saved by birthing the divine child. Salvation, sozo, satirio, and ever-increasing glory by yielding to the Godhead already in your belly. And it rises up called the tree of life through your heart and your brain and you're engrafted into God the Father and become a member in particular of the body of the anointed one and his abilities, the anointing, called Christ. And you're no longer independent of God, cut off from a seared conscience because of dead religious works. He's out there somewhere. No, he's totally in there. And I can feel him. I live from him. He comes out of me. If I'm in danger, he'll rise up and angels just pierce right through my mental ray and strike down demons. For 19 years, I couldn't figure it out but until about 10 years ago when I became really, really God inside minded. Because I'd be driving down the street and people be sprinting away from me. People's heads spinning like owls, speaking to me in demonic tongues. And I didn't understand why they manifest. I mean, I, I was walking in anointing, but didn't understand the anointing and how the anointing works or how it was coming through my belly, through my heart, and through my brain. If you're just in love, a lot of times you can learn this stuff just by being in love with Jesus. But I'm telling you, the apostles and the teachers and the evangelists and the pastors and the prophets and the judges and the kings of heavenly Jerusalem are here to help the body of Christ come into fully mature manhood. And it is manhood because it's Jesus. It's always a boy. You got a boy, baby boy in your belly. It's never a girl. <laughs> Jesus is the man, the man Christ Jesus. And it's all about a love story for the bride to be married once again to her perfect husband so, so she can be absolutely perfectly in submission to her perfect husband, God, the King. And that's what Eve lost in the fall 6,000 years ago. But that's what we're getting restored back to now in this time. This is the time of the climax of the ages and the maturation of the times. It's also known as the resurrection of the dead, the third day. En masse, worldwide, every human spirit by the priesthood of Melchizedek, which is the father of spirits and the father of lights, causing every human spirit by the sovereign reign of the anointing from all the sky, from the bright morning star, through the manifest sons of God, through all the heavens and all the earth. Every human spirit that wants to rise will rise. And those that say no to the anointing, they kill themselves by cutting themselves off from God the Father. Your reaction today to the anointing determines whether you rise or fall for eternity. <laughs> this is the last day. This is the beginning of the seventh day. Okay? 
If you say no to the anointing in this day, you cut yourself off from God the Father for eternity. Who would say no to favor and wisdom? Only a self-righteous Pharisee that's good in their own eyes. That's why it's the most dangerous place to be in a place of not being totally dependent on the anointed one and his abilities through your heart and mind and having plans for yourself out of a religious mind for your own good life on earth as a human. That is the most dangerous place you could possibly be to destroying yourselves and destroying your families. I tell you the truth because I love you and I want you, I want you to be saved. I want you to be safe. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not embellishing. This is the most serious and dire hour you could ever live in to deny the anointing. You're not going to be able to live a rebellious life in religion. You'll be cut off at 30. You'll be cut off at 25. I'm telling you, you say no to this anointing. You're saying no to the kingdom age and heaven on earth. And religious people do all the time to their own destruction. They can come back and get in the river. But I'm telling you, there's a place where you harden your heart unto death. May that never happen to any of you. May your heart just be open to receive all of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart so your hearts can be healed from the roots of all evil, which is religion, the love of money. <laughs> Jesus said of the Pharisees, they love money. Secretly, they love money. Outwardly, they look like Christians. They do all the right stuff, got the Bible memorized. They obey it to the jot and the tittle. Inwardly, they turn my father's house into a marketplace. I've tested them a thousand times. I can't believe it could be that bad, but it's all about money for these people. Not us. It's not about money for us. It's about the anointing. You could only serve the anointing or money, but you can't serve both. What an extreme message. Trusting Jesus with all my money, everything I've worked for in the sweat of my brow and the curse of the fall. Jesus wants my money. You can have my money, Jesus. He says, and then the apostles say, make your money perish with you. You're only hurting yourselves by not giving Jesus total control of your hearts and minds. Money is the power of the flesh, not a small deal. It determines whether you go to heaven or hell. Every single instance in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and the book of Acts, Ananias and Sapphira, 100% across the board of a person that died and went to hell was money related in the Bible. And people get freaked out and they think, you know, just another televangelist. Have you read the Bible? Jesus talked about money more than heaven, hell, faith, and love combined because that's their God. And that's the main God in American Christianity. And they say Christ, but their hearts are full of unrighteous mammon. And their minds are full of unrighteous mammon. They give one day a week to Christ. The rest of the days of the week is about making money, building up a better family, and having a better me, and living in luxury and complacency on earth. You can only serve the anointed one or money, but you can't serve both. And guess what? You give up all of that crap and serve the anointed one, you'll walk on streets of gold. I guarantee it because it's written in the Bible. You get that unrighteous mammon, that greed, that filthy lucre out of your heart and mind. You give it all to God. You give it all away and serve the anointed one today. The anointed one will not let you down. Jesus Christ demanded his apostles and demanded his disciples live that way in the Bible. 
You can have no trust in this natural dimension whatsoever in the power of the flesh, which is, which is money, and be my disciple. Jesus Christ said that. You must serve the anointed one. That's the only way you'll ever get to know him, through experience and trust and building your faith up. Walking by faith, not by sight and what you can do in your own human abilities. It's about sacrificing your human abilities for the anointed one's abilities. Healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out demons, cleansing lepers, and preaching the gospel. Amen. In the anointing, which is the fresh oil, which is the favor of God, and in the wine, which is the love and the wisdom of God. Jesus Christ only grew in two things, the Bible teaches in the Gospel of Luke. Favor and wisdom. And those two together in your life make love. Favor and wisdom will grow up in your hearts and brains until you understand this verse. God is love. The fullness of favor and wisdom is love. That's the only divine love and it always causes ecstasy. It always causes, causes intoxication. It always causes us to be dependent on the real living King Lord Jesus and not ourselves. Any other love just being nice to people, that ain't God. Any demon-possessed Pharisee can pretend to be nice and serve money and go to hell. They're all over the New Testament. You read about them everywhere. This is about the favor and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit growing up in your hearts and brains, totally yielded, totally sacrificed, totally crucified, so that you can become the love of God on earth, the third heaven, which is the favor and wisdom of Christ. Amen. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow.